Welcome back to Bit Different, everybody. This is Satine. And this is Rob. Hello. Hello. Hi. Happy 50th, Rob. Oh, my God. We're 50. 50 episodes deep. Oh, my God. So deep. So deep. So deep. It's so crazy. I can't believe it's been like over a year and now 50 episodes. You know, we should be on like 70. Well, yeah, I I know that we should be, yo, at least at 52 because it's been over a year. But uh, we we went two months without. That's eight right there. We missed. We were we were bad. We were busy. Life. Yeah. Shit doesn't line up sometimes. No, Uh, it doesn't. So what's going on? How have you been? Been okay. Worky work all the time. All Um, the time. Dealing with the heat in L.A. because it's been hot. It, it was in the mid-90s. Yeah, it was 90-something on, like, what, Tuesday? And then it was, like, high 80s on Wednesday. Yeah. Like, it's it's cooling off a little bit. But it's definitely, like, the heat has happened. Yeah, I think that's why we have, like, a marine layer right now. Because it's kind of, like, fog because of the heat and the cold. It almost looks like it's going to rain. But it ain't. It's not going to, though. No. And Todd was checking the weather today. And, yeah, not going to rain. Not going to rain. Cute. So, yeah. Any sp- Special moments. Um, Todd and I saw A Quiet Place on oh, Friday. I hear good things. It was fun. Yeah. Like, it is it is fun. And, like, you know, uh, Todd pulled the same shit he always does where, like, he finds, like, the little factual errors and he attaches to them super hard. Because, like, he saw, you know, like, they live on, like, a farm. And uh-huh. apparently corn, like, I don't know this stuff because I didn't grow up on a farm. Far, uh, corn, apparently, like, once you harvest it, it does not regrow. You have to replant corn every year. Okay. And apparently the way, uh, like when you see like a straight row of corn, like you normally see, that's always machine planted. Okay. So like machines make noise. There's no way that the corn oh. in this movie could have been planted the way it was. So he was immediately just like, well, that corn, like, and like it, it, there's it, no way that corn could be there. Yeah. He was like, that would have been machine planted. And like, it's funny. He attaches so hard to like one thing. It's like similarly, like when we saw like my, my favorite example always is like in Spider-Man Homecoming, he was like, there's no way a cell phone would work in there and i was like you're literally watching a movie about a man who can do anything a spider can yeah like and a movie about like yeah, pick, creatures yeah pick your battle yeah this is a movie about monsters that attack and kill you after they hear you like we're yeah. already kind of in a point where like you can't really you're knee deep in it already yeah. just extend what is it called extend your imagination ex uh suspend Sus- disbelief or that too yeah just you gotta go with it just sort of like you're you're along for the ride and so it's funny like he actually like you know and there's all and it's funny the more people talk the more people think about a quiet place the less some elements of it make sense but like as just it's a, a horror film yeah as a 90 minute horror film yeah. it's so much fun i want to see it yeah i'm it excited was, it was cool um i really liked it i um, will tell you a movie that didn't make much sense also horror but we'll get to that in a minute okay well i feel like you should say it now because i was done oh. with the quiet place alien covenant i finally uh, saw <laughs> what the fuck yeah it's funny like that i feel like you know yeah between prometheus and covenant nothing really makes a total like huge amount of sense but I like, i'm still okay with them i'm not because why did they complicate the origin of the aliens so much well like the original plan from what i hear was that prometheus was supposed to be the first of a trilogy so it was gonna be like a prometheus trilogy yes i remember that and then i guess at the end of prometheus everyone was upset that it wasn't going into Alien fast enough. And so instead of it being a trilogy, they immediately jumped to a movie that bridged the two. Well, thank God, because I don't think I could have done another Prometheus. Uh, I totally could have. I, I like Prometheus. I could have done another two of them. But like, and so the problem is, though, they were so desperately trying to bridge these two disparate movies. Yeah. That, that's why they suddenly throw so much alien biology at you so quickly yeah. in Covenant. And that's why I don't think it really sits well with anybody. I followed it. That, you know, it, it wasn't, I mean, they did give us some history. It was very brief, which, I mean, I understood what was happening. But... <laughs> I just don't understand like with the I forget their names the bishops the um the David. AIs yeah David and they weren't both David oh yeah there's David and um I forgot Adam maybe I don't remember anyway I think it is Adam um yeah I'm not gonna ruin it for anybody but I know it's been out for a while but come back to me on that I want to know people's thoughts of like what <laughs> <laughs> yeah like i don't know it's that started everything well 
I mean, mm-hmm. it makes sense when you know that, like, you know, what the Wayland Utani Corporation is who made David, and the whole idea is that they keep wanting to weaponize and make these things. Yeah. And so it kind of helps explain the. But the, the biggest problem most people have with Covenant is that, like, the lead character, she's so smart, but she makes so many bad choices. And that's the big problem with a lot of horror films is that yeah. you're dealing with scientists, smart people who just don't fucking But you know think. what? Most scientists don't think like that. They yeah. think in numbers, not in, like, practicality so um but like i have to say though uh the two people who have things bust out of them after ingesting those spores oh that is some good fucking body horror that stuff is that was good i did not like though because i like the in the og alien where it's just like the head of the alien coming out Mm -hmm. when it was the actual full-sized alien i was like huh that looks weird like a marionette (laughs) <laughs> i was i was totally cool with that i'd like that one that one bust through that guy's back and then the one coming out of the mouth oh god yeah, that was good too like those are both so upsetting to me and as soon as i got it on blu-ray i went straight to those two scenes because apparently i'm awful i appreciated the gore and i liked how they stylized the alien he was i mean because you know in the the earlier versions um the aliens were bigger because you had a person inside them but because this one's all CG and, like, maybe puppeted. Well, those first two aren't really aliens. They're not xenomorphs like we know them to be. They're almost like the Deacon. Um, because they're spores that just sort of, like, do their thing instead of the face hugger type things. So, like, no, I'm talking about in the... um, Alien and Aliens. Yeah, yeah, no, but, like, oh. I'm saying, like, in Covenant, the two things that we were talking about earlier that, like, bust through the guy's back and come out the guy's mouth. Yeah. Those are not xenomorphs as we know them. No. But like, you know, by the end of the movie, those were though, created yeah, later. Like, and like the last Xenomorph, though, at the end of Covenant, that actually is like the alien that we know from Alien and Aliens. Oh, I'm talking those are full human size. Totally. But I'm talking about like the way they stylized that mm. Xenomorph. Yeah. Versus how, you know, in the original, the 70s, it was, you well, know, was, yeah, was these are body. very, I like how he was very sleek and skinny and oh, yeah. is he's kind of cool looking and his tail did a lot more action, so. Yeah, because, I mean, they had to, yeah, make them bipedal yeah. costumes for one and two. And totally. at least in three, when it becomes a quadruped and it's mostly CG, yeah. they're able to kind of fuck with its form a little bit to make the bull alien The bull better. alien, yes. Also, I did appreciate the the mirrored Ripley moments in this film, mm. where the scientists ever get her name. She has some Ripley-esque moments, and that was nice. I was happy to see uh, Amy Simons in a movie i love her she's the one uh this the blonde woman who's trying to fix the ship oh yeah she's cool i love her um she just directed an episode of atlanta recently oh nice um yeah like there's a lot of stuff about that i liked and i mean i know a lot of people were upset that like uh the gay characters are barely gay in the movie i mean i didn't even know until that one moment yeah yeah they're barely gay because they don't even i don't think they're even shot in the same scene together until that point well i think in like the uh like the introductory sort of um additional shorts they made for youtube i want to say that they they expand on all the characters a little bit more Hmm. um and they also actually give james franco a little bit more screen time oh god yeah Um, i forgot he was in that and so like it's a half a second it's similar to like you know how blade runner did like three short films to sort of fill in some of the gaps of the the history covenant did the same thing where like and it kind of gives you a little bit more heft to these characters not a lot though those characters are mostly just gay and in name only they don't really you know but i I love damien bashir though so i was excited to see him play a gay yeah so yeah yeah, that's alien covenant go watch it it's on hbo go it's uh hbo go yeah is that what you watch on and i mean if you have hbo go it's free so just go and watch it i recommend it it wasn't awful it just is better than prometheus i'm going to say that right now yeah i don't know if i liked it more than prometheus but i sure as hell liked it more than alien versus predator oh god well yeah like it's any bay movies are no thank you isn't wasn't that michael bay no it was paul w oh that's that's right yes yeah yes yes and And i I didn't even see avp requiem like i didn't either first one so much uh you know maybe i did see them both i can't remember because they're so forgettable yeah they were real bad but um, yeah uh what else is going on well last night uh i went to this place called guild hall shut it down i was there too what (laughs) we should have hung out i know oh wait we did oh shit um so yeah thank you for uh for for suggesting that that was fun yeah cute we played board games all night and had some great beers and made some new friends made some new friends and that was cute yeah there's something nice about like just how welcoming so yeah just uh, to give context this place called guild hall in burbank is an esports slash game bar 
I think I kind of talked about it in another episode, yeah. but yeah, just a quick recap, recap in yeah. case you missed it. Um, and yeah, it was it was really great because like um, all on the TVs they have various Twitch streams, and um, I guess you know, and whatever whenever there is an esport event, they have that up, and um, and they have like a giant collection of really actually pretty well maintained board games. Yes, like they're in pretty good shape. Well, because nerds, they they respect. They take care of some stuff. Yes, they respect. And so, what we played three different games. We played What Do You Meme, which is fun. like a Cards Against Humanity type, where you give funny captions to various famous uh, memes. Yeah, famous meme imagery. Um, so that was fun. And then we did um a, the Disney version of the game Codename. Yeah, which I was never familiar with Codename. I've seen it like at Amoeba because Amoeba sells it. Um, and I think they. Sell like codename, codename pictures, codename duet. Um, but I don't know if they do Disney, but there's a Disney one, there's a Marvel one, there's an adult one. Um, and that was really fun. Yeah, actually. that was fun. That's when we joined that other group. Yeah. Yeah. Yeah, like another group, yeah, next to us invited us over to join them for their final game of codename. So that was actually really fun to actually like really uh meet some strangers, play a new game. And um Todd liked it so much he ended up buying it uh on the spot. Yeah, he <laughs> went on Amazon while we were there and bought that game. Um and then after our new friends left, we um I grabbed another game, which is kind of like Cards Against Humanity type, um, called Rotten Plots. Yes. Where you have five different colored cards. Uh one is for your uh protagonist you're basically trying to make a film with five cards yeah and you build it based on like by the protagonist object uh antagonist end scene and like something else like they all they're very specific um and it was so it was really really funny um and so your goal is like so it's so you have a director and the director chooses a like a theme or a genre everything from porn to a western to musical to they just choose one of the genres and then the other two have to fight for the best movie based on the cards they have so they kind of mismatch their cards in a certain order in order to make a film pitch basically and it ends up becoming a full sentence by the time oh, you lay them all wait, out that was mine from last night yeah, I, took one, <laughs> I took one photo of uh satine's treatment for a sci-fi film yes where a scruffy looking nerf herder with a cunt for a mother t- uh, has to take a hot load in the face before a single parent with a god complex finds the holy grail and shits in it <laughs> So I'd watch it. I would watch that too, I think. So um that was uh that was <laughs> that was a ton of fun. Um and I ended up buying uh Rotten Plots earlier today. Nice. Because I want to play that some more. That was really fun. Yeah, it was good. So yeah. Sweet. Yeah. Also, um a few days before we met up there, I went to Guild Hall with um Stuart, who I play Overwatch with. And he got, he was so sweet. He got me a Mercy Funko Pop because she's my um, meta your, on. Your main. My, yeah, my main on Overwatch. I will watch over you. Just look at her. She looks so good. Yeah. 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 Nice. Thank you, Stuart, if you, if you hear this episode. Appreciate it. Nice. Um, yeah. Were you update anything else or? Um, well, when you walked in earlier today, I was watching Ladybugs. Which classic classic oh, and as soon as i saw you know like what a couple like two couple seconds. seconds i was like are you watching ladybugs well yes i am i love that movie <laughs> that movie i haven't seen it in forever it's um, so good but i remember quite a lot of it i did too when i was watching i was like oh my god i could like recite this yeah, still all coming back <laughs> that scene where he keeps having to change do like do the quick change uh-huh i fucking love like when he keeps sliding down Slide, the stairs the banister through yeah the, through the beaded curtain like i love that scene that's pretty good. And then Rodney Dangerfield goes, what is this, a drag race? <laughs> I was like, that's so good. <laughs> oh, my God. He's so ahead of his time. So ahead. Yeah. So if you haven't seen Ladybugs, that one is on uh, Amazon Prime. Ah. I was yeah. how you are watching that one. And it's Rodney Dangerfield and... Jack Kay. And, of course, Jonathan, Jonathan Brandis, Brandis, who was my crush for so long. I think he was everybody's crush for so long. I know. Yeah. That's true. So, Yeah cute nice so what are you playing oh i also forgot to mention i was i was watching i watched all the shorts short films for overwatch oh had you not seen those i'd never seen them oh man what do you think of rise and shine that's the may one oh my gosh i had a i have it written down it was so cute it brought a little little frosted tear to my eye that's the one that makes everybody all misty i got misty but my favorite though is alive with widowmaker 
mm-hmm. and, and tracer. tracer. I showed um, that one to Steven because it's just so beautiful. That's... What a great little story. They put some really good stories together. My favorite is, uh, well, like, I have two favorites. Um, as a short film, my favorite is uh, The Last Bastion. Oh my gosh, it's so, so cute. And it's definitely like, a Pixar type situation. It feels like Wally because there's no real dialogue. Yeah. Um, and then, uh, but like, you know, officially, I think my favorite has to be Dragons. Oh. Because you just get Hanzo's stupid, handsome face. I know. So I didn't realize how much I like Genji until I saw that. Right? I was like, he's good too. When like their story is interesting, like their whole backstory, you know, their their tortured brotherhood. Yeah, is is really. It very much reminds me though of um of um oh my god, Snake Eyes and Shadow. What's his name? The ninja from GI Joe. I don't. What? I'm not a GI Joe person. I don't know GI Joe at all. Oh my god, Storm Shadow. Thank you. <laughs> You are welcome. Snake Eyes and Storm Shadow have a similar sordid oh, really? past. Yeah, they're both ninjas. They're brothers. They had this animosity that separated them. And one's Cobra, one's G.I. Joe. So it's always this very interesting struggle. I did not know that. Yeah, I love that. I learned something today. Yeah. Nice. Somebody's going to call us up yesterday, tomorrow and go, they're not brothers. <laughs> <You're> like, oh. <laughs> You're going to get that text. I'm pretty sure they are, though. You're going to get text similar to all your Juno texts. <laughs> yes. <laughs> oh god my juno text they'll they'll never end <laughs> cult classic right there oh, man. but yeah oh yeah and widowmaker i i really wish i was good with widowmaker because she makes me want to play her she makes me feel alive and alive <laughs> yeah i uh yeah i will never be good as She's widowmaker. A, yeah the only thing i'd be good at is maybe just using her machine gun rather than her sniper <laughs> rifle <laughs> so anyway uh yes playing what are you playing what am i playing yeah what are you playing? um i played overwatch retribution with you yeah well, yeah nice well i was gonna say i've been playing overwatch retribution uh which i kept referring to last week as resistance whoops and it uh, was an r word and they kind of have the same feeling uh, except not so yeah. yeah retribution that's what i meant to say last week yeah that was a test and all of you failed yeah nick <laughs> <laughs> nick doesn't care about overwatch oh just kidding yeah alfredo <laughs> right uh but yeah so uh retribution yeah playing that that was fun. I'm having a good time. Have with you that. gotten any of the new skins? Uh, I think I've gotten the new a new victory pose for someone. I've gotten like some of the yeah. some of the retribution specific stuff. Me whether too. It be I got like lines voice or, lines and yeah, icons, sprays. sprays. Yeah. Um, I think I might have gotten somebody's. I, I think I got somebody's legendary skin, um, but it's not like a super great one. It might have been like you know, yeah. uh, like I, I can't remember who it was now. But like I want to say, my first loot box was a, a legendary, and I was like, oh shit, is this gonna be? Nope, it's not. No. Um, so it was something else. But uh, yeah, so still, I think at this point I've gotten, I've I've bought like five loot boxes, and I've earned I think like six. And yeah. Still no social Hanzo. I haven't gotten anything great either. Like I want um, Moira's. With her little uh, beret situation. Yeah. Mm-hmm. It's pretty sexual. I want social Hanzo. <sighs> I know, boo. Somebody I played with a while, a few days ago, they had social Hanzo. Alfredo got him with one of his free oh, fucking loot boxes. Good. Yes, at least somebody got it, but it's never me. <laughs> but he could be on the same team as you. You could see him. Yeah. Yeah. So. Well, I, I definitely know I'm going to be, like, right now I'm like, uh, they're not as interesting, but come summertime when those unlock, I am getting all those motherfucking skins okay so okay um oh i didn't do it and i've been having fun though also doing uh, uprising again since the the last year the last year uh, oh yeah is active again now yes and that's hard i played it for the first time with you like yeah that one is hard if you do it in like hard or expert mode um you know what torbjorn though with that torret is just gold every time well and if you can all heroes it i think it gets a little bit more easy like oh my god i was doing all heroes mode on retribution with bastion holy shit he just mows down that entire oh i bet yes smart it's really nice use bastions against bastions Oh no, no! Oh no! I was saying the new one, but yeah, in the old one. That's the old one is where Bastion. Shows oh, gotcha. Up. The new yeah. one is just the assassin and the sniper. Yeah, that's true. And the heavy, but yeah, it's like oh, so good though. I'm having such a good time. Yeah. So yeah, I've been doing some overwatching. Nice. Anything else? Have you? Mind? I will watch over you. 
Um, I've also been playing a lot of uh, The Witcher 3 Wild Hunt. Really? Yes. So I probably in the past three days have put a good 18 hours into it. Whoa. Why do you go back to The Witcher? You know, there's a lot of reasons. Definitely one of the best games out there. It looks better still than most things that come out nowadays. And you're playing on a regular PS4. You're not even playing on a Pro. Apparently, they had a huge update that the enhanced patch, it. The Pro patch just happened. Okay. Which added, what, HDR, 4K, like, and just... Which I don't have. Yeah, it generally so. makes everything look a little better. Yeah. Um, it's beautiful, and the characters are great. And I, it was just one of those games where I was like, I can get back into this now because it's been enough time that I have... I, I was... I know why I stopped playing. I got stuck. And so I needed that time to realize, oh, I have to start way back here and build up my Garrett. Mm-hmm. Geralt? Geralt, yeah. And, um, yeah, but it's Travis's favorite game, so... He was, like, crazy completionist on that thing. He loves that game, yeah. And, okay, so I was like, I need to, like, make some headway in this. So I finally freed Dandelion. Oh. Finally. Got and it, so yeah, I'm actually right around there. I just sailed Skelligog, Skelligog, whatever, the islands area, and um, met with Yennefer, who's my doppelganger in my in my eyes. Yeah. No, no, it's funny. Actually, you remind me of her. Ah, uh, so. shut it down, Rob. Thanks. Mm-hmm. I think I'm about to sail there. That's actually where I'm at right now. I think because I've, I've met up with Triss. Okay. And I'm at the party where you have to, it's like the masquerade. We are wearing masks. You know what? I never saw the masquerade. Oh, so I'm at that with Triss right now. I wonder if I chose a different path, but Possible. I, or maybe that's, is that a side it mission a, or it might be a side quest? Yeah. Cause I bought the three masks just to have them, mm-hmm. but I haven't done a masquerade and that was like hours ago that I bought those. So yeah. I don't know where that's going. I think I have to go back to Novigrad or whatever. Novigrad. Yeah. Yep. So nice. Loving it. Yeah. That's what I really need to get back into it and Super, spend more time in it. so beautiful, yeah. So, How about you? Where are you playing? Um, well, aside from Overwatch, um, I'm doing a lot more Far Cry 5. Yeah. Uh, I've since taken out Faith. Okay. And so now I'm on to uh, Jacob's territory. Yeah. I think, honestly, by the end of the game, my favorite territory was the first. Yeah. Well, it's it's interesting how much they're 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 so different in that like the first one is so flat. Like John's it's flat, but it's like old town kind of like. Yeah. But it's very it's you know it's very farm plains. I like that. And then yeah, and then Faith's is so hilly, hilly and green. And there's and water. There's a lot more water because of all the 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 river is such a huge part of her map. Yeah. And then Jacobs is just straight up mountain mountains. And so, um, yeah, like I'm just starting to to do Jacob's thing. Um, I've unlocked what one specialist out of Jacob's. Uh, I've got uh, Jess cheeseburger. I'm about to go get cheeseburger. I now. love it when you hear the little sound bite for cheeseburger. You go, oh, I forget what he says, but it's like a cartoon character really? for like the cheeseburger because he's like he's a celebrity. He's a celebrity. Um, yeah, for this chain of food like this hamburger line <laughs> that's so. amazing well i goes, oh cheeseburgers <laughs> <laughs> so yeah, i'm about to go fishing for some salmon so i can get cheeseburger oh um, yeah and then i'll unlock herc and probably never use him or because i've been using all the characters enough to at least unlock the challenge that they do by killing like five or six things yeah that way i can get those perk points yeah totally perk and, points are great and i even did 40 minutes worth of arcade mode this week uh so i could unlock uh, a special gun and outfit nice so yeah i've been i've been having a good time with with far cry um i always like those games and uh yeah so i'm on to jacob's area which i wasn't really excited about going into like i kept putting it off i like it so i kept going into like fates and like cleaning up missions here and there Mm -hmm. like i think at this point i've done like i think fates mission or fates area has 43 missions i've done 35 of them and fates area was my least favorite yeah well it's like hers is especially with all the the bliss stuff it's a little annoying and john's I have what there's 52 missions in there and I think I've done 45 of them. Yeah. And I have like three silos remaining in that area. Like I've done I have a few silos remaining too. Only a couple. I have like three silos and I think four shrines remaining um of stuff to destroy and that nah, I really nice. need to focus on on uh Jacob's area though. Yeah. Jacob's area the most annoying part to me was when you have you hear the music and you mm. go into the red room. Yep, you go into the trials. I fucking hate that yeah it's so annoying well, i completed the first one well that. when you get to the fifth one you're going to start pulling out your hair because it ain't it ain't cute no more <laughs> <laughs> yeah I'm, I'm a little kind of dreading because i didn't really love love the first one so i'm kind of like well this is going to be rough. i don't like time trials in any games yeah i don't like racing time trials i don't like shooting time trials i hated um 
uh, Wolfenstein 2 when you had like you could practice with the guns and go through the little labyrinth mm-hmm. yeah, yeah. on the boat. I hated that fucking shit too. So, yeah. yeah. Not for you. Not for me. Um, anyway, so that's what I've been playing. Um, and then I have a little bit of extra news that I always toss into this section. Um, Red Dead Redemption got an Xbox One X patch, which holy shit, it looks so good. Does it? Um, the, it's using the same textures and all that that are in the, the original game. So like up close, a lot of things still look kind of ugly and low quality. Mm-hmm. But um, the game originally ran at 720p and now it runs at 4K. So its resolution is so much better wow that, like even though the textures are untouched yeah um like it fixes all like the sort of aliasing and sort of like dancing textures and just everything looks much crisper just you know still low detailed because the game wasn't built to this so modern standards yeah but um just the fact that like the hardware is draw it has better draw distance and just everything looks yeah it's probably like good. how that when they did um any of them like uncharted 2 when they redid it well that was actually like a full remaster though this one is oh, what? this is just an up in the resolution was it a full remaster mm-hmm. i thought they just up the i think i think it was a full remaster i could be wrong huh. or not like it's it wasn't like a remake like shadow of the colossus was yeah but it's like a remaster and that i think they optimized textures and made things oh, better yeah you're probably right I, th- I could be wrong but like uh but either way um red dead that though free update for xbox one x to make it look super excellent which i'm excited about Sweet. someday playing that game i don't know when i'll find the time um and then also um they announced 19 more original xbox games are coming to backward compatibility this month oh wow that's awesome yeah and like of the 19 like six of them or seven of them are star wars games that i'm not super excited about but um there's two of them that i'm actually really really um excited about you know what uh about playing them one is conquer live and reloaded i think or something like that or conquer reloaded and then the other one is uh jade empire from bioware which i've always wanted to play and i hear really great things about nice so, yeah so that's exciting um and yeah, so that is uh, that is that. That I mean, yeah. Is it time for us a to... lot of ec- epic games right there? Right. Is it time for us to learn now? You know what? It is time for us to learn. Yeah. But can I just mention? Yes. How cuckoo crazy Mario Maker is. Oh, oh yeah. <laughs> yes, you can. Because both times we were at, I was at Guildhall this week. Once was with you. I watched these insane people make these insane maps on mario maker where literally they can only be the the ones making them they're probably the only ones who will ever be able to finish their own puzzle because they know the exact timing it's insane the way these i just go on youtube and look at them it's nuts i've watched a handful of people try um on those things and some people you know accomplish them but yeah like they are the most punishing gauntlets that rely on a lot of midair juggling of shells and Yoshi and P switches and like it's just a lot of midair juggling. It's crazy. Yeah, and the the rules are twisted in the game where you can do things that you can't do in regular Mario games, such as like take one of the little spiked people and like use it on your head as like to p- um, punch through blocks and like metal and things like that. There's a bunch of different. Um, I think technically bits. you can probably do that in the actual game. It's just no way the cap- the the situation where that would ever happen just never arises. Like it's because they're so weird. Like how they you think so? This. Well, because the whole thing about Mario Maker is it. it follows the rules of mario um but Mm. it's just on like another level and like you know it's like for example like the spinning jump is the thing where like you can actually bump across like spikes when you're doing the spin jump and so Uh, like yeah i do kind of remember that yeah so it's it's all about like just uh optimizing the move set you do have and unfortunately you're usually using yoshi as a temporary springboard and yoshi tends to die and he can walk on spikes yeah yeah so. so yeah those games are crazy yeah so there is this one this guy was making on twitch called i forget the streamer's name but it was called his magnum opus and he would just sit there and play it over and over and over about a hundred times and then he'd go okay and go back to the editor and go i gotta change this by like a millisecond oh, over and he apparently he was on that little piece for 16 hours at that sitting that is some patience i will never so have. he had patience i would never believe yeah. so nope.com yes. nope.com um yes it's time for the word of the week Ooh, what is the word of the week the word of the week is mercurial mercurial like i'm guessing that would be of you know mercury type thing uh yes yeah mer- i'm trying to think that's that's the most literal. logical yeah literal um well what does it mean 
It's an adjective. Yes. And it means changeable, volatile, fickle, flighty, or erratic. All right, then. It's like kind of taps into the whole Mercury retrograde kind of thing of like just things are at the whim of stuff and shit is unpredictable. Yep. Interesting. It's mercurial. And then your definition, obviously, was pertaining to containing or caused by the metal mercury. Right then. Yeah. And the mercury is also a god. Yeah. That's yeah. why I was trying to think, like, what the mercury, what the god mercury sort of, like, and a planet. stands for. <laughs> yeah. So. so. Nice. Yeah. Changeable and volatile. Excellent. I like that. Well, uh, so is it time for the vinyl frontier? It's time for the vinyl frontier. Thank you. Thank vinyl you. frontier <laughs> <laughs> all right then um so uh before we saw a quiet place um i went to amoeba like i do and they had the soundtrack to hollow Knight, which um to be honest i have not played yet but i'm really excited about it it has a really great look to it and um it will be coming to the switch someday they've been trying to get it on the switch for a while um and once they do i will grab it and play it because i'm excited about it but um yeah i grabbed the soundtrack it's a really cool package it's two picture discs so that's kind of nice and um yeah so that was from i think uh the people at ghost ramp i think made sweet that and so there's that and then also um the uh i started posting your instagram again i, I saw that the stories i was like it was perfect for what i'm doing <laughs> <laughs> and um also though this is an article uh that i read recently saying um i think it was on joystick which i think is basically just a mirror for engadget since joystick folded um they've announced that uh hd vinyl is coming in 2019 so apparently the vinyl you know the vinyl creation process hasn't really changed in a long time and this new way is actually talking about i think using lasers to create the playable surface of records so it's both um it's interesting because it should actually they say it should increase sound quality and also increase the amount of content per side of records um because right now i think you cap out at like 28 minutes per side or something like that um and so they're saying that you should make it so yeah you have more playable surface on there and also the quality should be better i'm guessing and the price will go up um the thing that's a bummer though is just that like what makes records so appealing to so many people i think is the fact that they are straight up analog and now to have a laser etch create your playable surface is technically it's like a digital imprint on an analog source it should be kind of interesting to sort of see exactly what comes of this do you next think year. like that it will get ruined ease more easily because well, it's a thinner that's line. Like, yeah, with it being a thinner groove, there thinner I think groove. there is a chance of like scratches affecting it faster. Yeah. Um, I think it'd be a thing where they need to. I mean, I yeah, I don't know a whole lot. The article wasn't very in, very uh, in depth, but that's one thing I was thinking about. Like, just seems like if you have more stuff going on on this disc, then that's just kind of everything becomes that much more delicate. Yeah. So definitely curious. And to piggyback off what you were saying about the Twitch is you posted the Witcher soundtrack. Yeah. Yeah. That's funny. I totally forgot that, yeah, that you were playing the Witcher. Yeah. Um, yeah. Cause that, that, uh, you know, um, it's a good soundtrack too. It's such a good soundtrack. I finally got to hear, um, um, Priscilla's song. She's saying, have you gotten to Priscilla, the blonde? Mm. She's, um, the, she's one of dandies. Okay. lovers dandelions lovers i don't think i've met her yet oh she's cool but okay. yeah i was you know whenever i think music in that game all i think of is that sort of shakira-esque she sings a ballad that's so pretty and you it's just it's good when you get there nice i'm sure it's on your soundtrack too possibly i so. would hope so because that thing's four discs right so anyway so uh should i be slowing down at all like do i need to be worried oh about well rob of... You better slow right down because you just got yourself caught in a graphic jam. Honk, honk. <laughs> so what's up? What's happening in the uh, the gr- the jams today? Well, one of my favorite comic book characters of all time is going to grace our podcast right now. The Phoenix from Marvel. I love her. I've always loved her. I love Jean Grey. I always thought she was like a great character because... And you know what? A lot of trans people, like women, love Phoenix because she, a Phoenix, is a transformative character, mm-hmm. and Jean Grey becomes somebody else. And 
I, I think we all see ourselves a little bit in her. So I, for a long time, was reading a lot of Phoenix graphic novels and origin stories and saga. And well, this is um, the graphic novel this week is X-Men Phoenix and Song. And it's by, I wrote them down, so it'd be easier for me to see. Greg, well, Greg Pack is the writer and then it has a few artists in there, but it's beautifully drawn. It's beautifully inked. And um, so what this story is about, Jean Grey's already dead. She's dead. She's Spoiler in- alert. Jesus. Well, it starts with this. <laughs> Never mind. She's dead. She's in the dirt. And um, Scott Summers, Cyclops, is dating Emma Frost at mm. this point. And there's a whole bunch of turmoil in the relationship because Scott still loves Jean Grey, but obviously Jean Grey's dead. But she dead. But she dead. So um, they thought the Phoenix was destroyed, and it was into a billion trillion particles in space. However, um, her particles can refuse together, and they are kind of magnetic to each other, apparently. So she eventually will become back whole again. She is the T-1000. She is the T-1000, except made of fire. Jesus. Wago. <laughs> and um so her energy brings her back together and then basically she's back to start what she finishes. She brings Jean Grey back from the dead and re-enters her body and so it's a love story. Scott or Cyclops has to relive his his trauma with Jean Grey. Emma's butt hurt because Cyclops loves Jean Grey more than her. And it's basically a soap opera. And it, sometimes it's a little catty. Okay, a lot of times it's a little catty. But it's a really fun story and it's cute and it's Phoenix and it's probably one of the better drawn um, Phoenix books out there. So the story is a little bit eh. But I do like that they spent a lot of time um, establishing and kind of revisiting the love between Scott and Jing. Mm-hmm. Yeah, and it is interesting to have like the love triangle with Emma in there too. So, and then something happens to Emma in it that's unexpected. So, yeah, I recommend this one. Interesting. So, speaking of the Phoenix Saga, are you excited about the Phoenix Saga coming out as a movie? <laughs> I did not know that was a thing. Oh, yeah. That's going to be the new X-Men movie. And is that with Sophie Turner as Phoenix or as Jean Grey? Yes. It's a Sophie Turner. Okay. And I'm kind of excited. I I will see that. I mean, I've seen, you know, I've seen all the X-Men movies, like even the ones that were kind of meh. But here's the catch. So apparently, I don't know if this is still the case because I haven't checked like the newest updates on it, but the director from The Last Stand is revisiting this to... Right Brett his Ratner? wrongs. Yep. Oh, no. He said he didn't get to do what he wanted to do with the original, with The Last Stand. So he's going to right his wrongs with the Phoenix Saga, which is probably the most epic saga in X-Men's history. So I'm kind of scared. Maybe he'll do some just, I don't know. I don't know. I can't think of one thing that I he's think ever Brett done. Ratner did especially well. Yeah. But. So that's fine. So yeah, X-Men, Phoenix, and Song. Nice. That's your graphic jam, baby. Excellent. Yeah. Well, um, so yeah, newsy stuff. Do you have some news? Um, no, actually. Uh, no. All right, well, I have some quick ones. Yeah, go for like it. A couple things. So this is just an uh, LGBT uh, piece of news. Not especially gamey, but um, just, you know, of the, the world in which we live. Uh-huh. Uh, David Buckle was a, a gay civil rights attorney who was the lead attorney in the case involving um, murdered transgender Nebraskan Brandon Tina oh, of Boys Don't Cry. Yes. Uh, and um, so he's been um, just a very, like, he was the uh, he was a marriage project director and senior counsel at Lambda, Lambda Legal. And um, he was a strategist behind important same-sex marriage cases in New Jersey and Iowa. He, as part of a sort of protest suicide, um, burned himself to death. Oh, no. uh, In Brooklyn Park. And apparently he he left a note uh, urging people to lead less selfish lives as a way to protect the planet. Um, He was 60. And... um, So young. It's a very dramatic and upsetting way to go. um, But... Uh, hopefully his death will spark, no pun intended, that was terrible, uh, will start conversations. And, and here I'm looking at this phoenix with her yeah. flames on the cover. But like, hopefully his, his suicide, though, will, will you know, create more conversation and, and thoughtful uh, progress. Because, um, uh, yeah. That's such a bummer. Yeah. And so, um, yeah, that's uh, very upsetting. So um, that's 
one bit of bad news, but um, then we can just swing it into some some good news. Yeah, let the good times roll. Right? Um, so uh, Jessica Estefan, uh, she became the first woman to win a Magic the Gathering Grand Prix. Wow. That's and, awesome. Uh, yeah, Magic has been having these sort of events for 21 years. And she's the first. First woman to win. And she's the first one to enter. <laughs> so um there were 350 entries and uh she beat rivals from australia and new zealand to the prize where's she from uh she is from sydney hmm. australia well, that's awesome yeah so um and the winners along with the second third and fourth place have all earned an invitation to magic's pro tour 25th anniversary in minneapolis in august so um Sweet. congratulations to her that is super awesome i'm all about you know representation and uh equal uh representation on that that's good yeah so anyway that was some good news um sega had a few announcements over the weekend i saw that yeah do you want to take any of these uh, no, because I don't have it on my screen. All right, then. So there's a thing called Sega Ages, which will be 15 classic Sega games coming to the Switch eShop. Yeah. Um, they've announced that I think one of them's like Fantasy Star, one of them's like Thunder Force, uh, one's Sonic the Hedgehog. They haven't really announced what the other ones are, though. But I imagine it's probably going to be the usual it's suspects. It's classic, right? It'll probably be the usual suspects. So it'll be like Golden Axe, oh, uh, yeah. the Sonics. What about the Beast? Altered Beast. Altered Beast. Probably. Uh, and then you'll start seeing even some modern classics. So you'll probably get like Comic Zone, Vector Man. Um, but yeah, so it's a Michael lot of- Michael Jackson's Moonwalker. Streets of Rage. Unfortunately, you'll never get Moonwalker due to music, song licensing I concerns. Know, I know. I love that game. But like uh, Streets of Rage, definitely one of them. Uh, probably Gunstar, Gunstar Heroes. Is that? I think that was a Sega title. Um, uh, probably, oh, I like that game. Probably Afterburner. Like wouldn't surprise me if you get like a lot of like really classic- Sega do you stuff. remember the Punisher game? Did we talk about this? No. On there was a Punisher game, first person shooter. Really? On Sega Genesis that was so good. Was and it really violent? It was kind of violent, but you it was remember how um kind of like how Hogan's Alley was. No, mm -hmm. actually that's a bad idea. That's not a good because you had the gun for Hogan's Alley. This one you move the cursor. You move uh, the Oh um, god, so you move the cursor on screen with your thumbstick. Yeah, the D-pad. The, the, the aim. Yeah. The reticle. The reticle, thank you. So it was really good. It so, was the Punisher. So it's probably like playing uh that Aerosmith game, Revolution X, without the gun. Because that yeah. was on Genesis as well and you just dragged it around. Yeah. It was good. Travis and I spent tons of hours playing that game. So. Nice. Yeah. Well, they also announced a Sega Mega Drive Mini. Um, we know it's coming to Japan sometime this year. Uh, they haven't given any information about America, but it sounds like it's going to be similar to the NES Classic and that it's a mini version of the system that we know and love, preloaded with a handful of titles. Sweet. So um, it'd be great for that to come to America. I hope it does. Um, also, they announced Shenmue 1 and 2 are coming out this year, updated for xbox one ps4 and pc i don't know if they're actually like i don't think they're overhauling any of the graphics uh -huh. but it probably runs at a higher resolution and at least it is compatible now with current systems so for all of us that are excited about shenmue 3 and contributed to its crowdfunding uh thing such as myself uh we can relive the good old You're days such a purveyor of the arts i am i'm a, I, I love i love contributing and helping things happen i would if i would no i would <laughs> <laughs> and so um it's More. good so we can all go back and replay shenmue 1 and 2 uh while we help to find uh well you know we can relive the story of a 17 year old boy on the hunt for sailors cute so um there's that uh more on the japan front actually um there have been some new trademarks that have just been made for onimusha which we don't know what it means yet um it could mean that there's a new onimusha game coming which would be awesome or my hopes um everything is crossed right now is that we're going to get a remaster of the first three onimusha titles they're so 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 good um but the problem with those could be that um there's could be likeness issues because hmm. like I don't, did you play the onimushas for ps2 i did not they're so good onimusha onimusha o-n-i-m-u-s-h-e gotcha um and so um the all three of them use fixed camera angles with pre-rendered backgrounds similar to resident evil it's a capcom title so it uses the same sort of tech the first two had tank controls similar to resident evil hmm. but it's a game where like you are in sort of a samurai type feudal japan but it's like a supernatural one yeah 
where you kill things with your sword and then like they're they're sort of spirits i was thinking or... tenchu but it's not tenchu. no not tenchu stealth assassins i love tenchu that's that was like, one of my games i was so bad at that i was so amazing like only wish is more of an action game and like when you kill things like uh these things come out of their bodies and you have to use your hand like you hold out your to hand to suck out the soul to suck all the souls in i maybe did play this and so like when you're doing that obviously you can't be attacking yeah so it's this interesting combo of the two i remember doing okay maybe and, i did play this and like the first one stars uh like the lead actor our lead character um of samanosuke is based on a chinese like a famous uh not chinese he is actually japanese i think um actor no i think he's actually chinese i could be wrong whatever I don't uh know. but like um it he's a still living actor he was in house of uh a thousand corpses no uh, <laughs> i was it? House house of of a, a thousand daggers or house of a oh oh my god i can't think of what the movie's called but um crouching tiger hidden dragon house of a thousand daggers the it, golden no it was, something. It, was, it was house of a thousand daggers i think or yeah. whatever it was if that was the name of it he was in that i think so and then um and so he he's the the basis for the character of Onimusha 1. And then Onimusha 2, uh, the lead character has the face of a 1970s... House of Flying Daggers. House of Flying Daggers, yeah. that's it. Um, and then in Onimusha 2, the lead character of Jubei, is, uh, his face is modeled after a famous, I think, Hong Kong action star who died in the 70s. Oh, wow. And then in Onimusha 3, it's a combo. It's a it's a double fish out of water story because a guy from classic feudal Japan, the guy from House of Flying Daggers, mm-hmm. he gets transported to modern day Paris. And a character from modern day Paris, Jean Renault, gets sent back to feudal Japan. It's like the Ninja Turtles. Totally. It's Turtles like Ninja Turtles time. 3. And so, uh, anyway. Um, yeah, that was... I hated that because Shredder wasn't in it. I was like, "What's I, the point of Ninja I like Turtles?" That movie, though. I like without that without the Shredder. So anyway, I'm 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 personally hoping that there'll be a remake or a remaster of the Onimusha trilogy because it, it, they're so good. Um, however, uh, I'm a little, you know, we'll see what happens just based on because I, I don't know if they have permanent likeness rights on those people, both living and dead. Oh yeah. To you know, to put them on other platforms. So there is that. Um, I feel bad that I'm just dominating all the news here. No, it's fine. You know, it, you got me thinking of a game, or sorry, a movie that I really like called uh, The Blind Swordman, Zatoichi. Oh, yeah, yeah. Do you know it? Uh, I'm familiar with Zatoichi, but I have not seen it. Is that Star Takeshi, or uh, Beat Takeshi? Uh, Isn't he the, the lead in that? The guy from Battle Royale? Uh, Beat Takeshi, yeah. yeah. Uh-huh. I like the movie because it has a prominent trans character in it. Did not know that. She's his sidekick. I had no so, idea. So, yeah, it's... I like that movie for that reason. I have it. You should borrow it. I, I would love to see it. I, and I love the, the sort of mythos of like that sort of Japanese tradition of storytelling of the blind swordsman. Yeah. I think it's really pretty cool. Um, yeah, I'll grab it for you. It's like that and like the and the Chinese tradition of the drunken master kind of thing. I think those are really fun. Like that drunken is its own fighting style. Mm-hmm. Um, so also on the newsy front, um, so God of War, like what? When this episode comes out, uh, God of War will be coming out in two days on Friday. Okay. The reviews are already out, and holy shit, they are crazy good. Last time I looked, I think it had 90-something reviews on Metacritic, and its average is 95. That's crazy. And it's it's funny. I was I'm I was not excited about this game because I'm kind of done with Kratos. Like I just oh like, he was such a bitch in the last one. Seriously, right? Like I didn't care for him in three, and then Ascension was just ugh. and so I'm kind of done with him just being screamy and upset all the time. I think they're gonna bring him back to his like they're gonna center him. They're gonna ground him in this one. But yeah, apparently this game is just like crazy good, and yeah. like reviewers are saying that this is the kind of achievement that only comes along two or three times per console generation. Like this is going to be a game that others are compared to for possibly ever it seems well we'll see what happens when the last of us 2 comes out right and so yeah i can't wait to actually just get my hands on god of war like i i really did not have that much interest in it i was going to i actually had pre-ordered it um so i could get it on day one because todd loves god of war and like of all yeah like there's only a handful of franchises that he'll drop what he's doing and play and god of war is one of them zelda is the other pretty much and tomb raider Oh, and yeah. Uncharted. Like, there's like there, there's four. The adventure ones. Yeah, and yeah. he has a Mario game, so I guess there's five. Yeah, but yeah, like he he has his his you know his pantheon of franchises that he will play, and um, God of War is definitely one of them. And so he uh, he's very excited about um, about this one. And so I I pre-ordered it anyway, thinking like, oh well, I'll play it when I get to it. And now I'm like, holy shit, I have to play this fucking game. The hype is real. 
Yeah, I'm kind of excited that it's going into Norse mythology rather than the Greek mythology. Mm. So I think that could be an interesting twist right? in itself. So, Wait, and Did you play Hellblade? No. Okay. Hellblade? Sinuous Sacrifice? Oh, no, 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 no. Because that deals a lot of Norse stuff. Yeah, well. no, I did not. So good. I know. It's gotten tons of awards. It just won another award. The yeah. BAFTA, I think. Yeah, I think so. Yeah. Um, and uh, so what else? Oh, Destiny 2 just announced its next DLC drop called Warmind, and that comes out May 8th. Sweet. So I guess I'm going back to Destiny 2 for probably a week. I kind of gave up on Destiny 2. So did most people, including me. Um, but I paid for the season pass, and goddammit, I'm going to play those things. That's right. Yes, so. you should. Get your money's worth. Totally. So yeah, I'll play that in May, and, uh, you know, um, see how it goes. Nice. Which I hear they're also, you know, they're trying to use these DLC dumps to sort of adjust the way, like, the reward loop works, and, they're, they're you know, they're tweaking the game. Yeah. So. Sweet. Yeah. And then um, my last little bit of news is uh, Billy Mitchell, a.k.a. the King of Kong, there was a documentary about his high score for Donkey Kong. I, I've seen it, yes. It was very good. He has been stripped of all oh, of his high scores. Because they said it was impossible or what? Yeah, like the, there's a, I didn't read the full article because unfortunately I haven't seen King of Kong so I don't even really fully um, have a firm grasp on the the full setting here but like apparently well, he wouldn't replay it well and now i think he, he just issued a statement saying that he is going to prove that like that was all possible um but uh yeah apparently like i think one thing was kind of proven to be either like i don't know emulator assisted or something like something was like the perfect run through and you still yeah. couldn't get that like something was amiss that's what happened with that other racing game that we talked about yeah. a few months ago totally yeah. and so now it's a thing where like it looks like because of that though um i think they're bringing all of his sort of records into question and so as of right now um they've all been taken from i think twin galaxies which i think is the place that sort of keeps those uh under wraps what a bummer so yep king of kong uh not king of anything right now no king of dong hey yo <laughs> hey yo well, actually that's a that's a title i think a lot of men would probably want to have dong king of dong king of dong <laughs> um anyway so yeah so maybe that, dung how about dung that's that's is the that more better? offensive. Yes, King of Dung. King that of is, Dung. yeah, King of Dung. People <laughs> be like, yeah, I got tons of Wang, and it's like, oh wait, no, King I of Dung. I got so though. much Wang. Yeah, smack you in the face with it, <laughs> <laughs> knock you out. So yeah, so that's my um, news. Well, I have some Overwatch standings. <gasps> you do? I do. Um. So stage three still right now and as week, we stand. There's week been... three just ended, right? Yeah, four games played so far, and Los Angeles Valiant is number one. With Go Valiant! Four wins, zero wa- zero losses. Which and also we talked about how uh, the Valiant will be doing. I guess this is week two that just ended. Um, but like how they're doing a an event uh during Gay Pride. Yes. They they have actually an art show that's going on right now too. Yeah, I think I think it ended. Today's today. its last day, which is two days ago from when this is going to release. So yeah. sorry if you didn't go. We didn't go either, but it'd <laughs> been cool to see it. But like, and they have another event though coming up soon, and then they have like the Gay Pride one in uh, June. Yeah, and I'm totally going to that one. Yeah, and I will see you there, Rob. Yes, I will be there. That'll yes. be fun. Let our freak flag fly. Yeah, and I want Jake to go there, even though he's not on the Valiant well, or gay. I don't care. I want Jake there. It's not his. I don't team. care. He can still go there. That's true. I'm just putting it out there in the universe. Lens support. universe. Jake, go. Yeah, right? Uh, Second place, Boston Uprising. Also four wins and zero losses. Third place, New York Excelsior with three wins, one loss. Fourth, LA Gladiators. Three wins, one loss. And then oh, so LA's doing well. Yeah, we're in the top like, four. Both of them. Those that was the stage cutoffs, stage playoff cutoff. Mm. Um and fifth then, is Philadelphia Fusion. Yep. Sixth Soul Dynasty. Seven San Francisco Shock. Eight Dallas Fuel. Nine London Spitfire. Ten Houston Outlaws. Yikes. Sorry, Bill. No, it's, and I know they had a rough game on Saturday where they lost on like what the third point. Last the second. Control, yeah, the third control point of the fifth map. Like the Did last you tell me about that? Yeah, because yeah. I, like, I, I got a text where um from uh, another Jake admirer where um yeah she was saying that like they just couldn't make it happen at like the very end. What about who? Who does Jake play anyway? He oh his his mains yeah um he's been doing a lot of tracer recently um but uh and he does soldier seventy six but he's mostly known as a he's a running gunner he's known as a junkrat player most of the time rough I mean he plays whatever's right for the map totally but um but like junkrat tends to be when he has like the big play that kind of changes the tide of the game yeah it's usually junkrat yeah cool people call him Jake Rat. 
cute. Right? Because that's like kind of what he's known for. Aw, so we both had him as a crush of the week. Right? <laughs> Just in different forms. Forms, yeah. yeah. Uh, 11th is Florida Mayhem, and 12th is Shanghai Dragons. Are the Mayhem and the Dragons still tied? They're with still the tied. Zero wins, four, four losses. losses. Yikes. Yeah, that's unfortunate. Yeah. But whatever. That's the standing. Right. Any any more drama this week for Overwatch League? Not that I'm aware of. I don't think there's been any more scandal. No more scandal. So that's good. Yeah. So um, what's the uh, the crush score right now? What's the situation? There's apparently some sort of horrible emergency happening outside. Yes. That's like nine sirens, I feel like, running at once. It's been going all day. This has been a crazy day. Coachella's going on right now, so maybe... Oh, yeah. So usually there wouldn't be anything. No, it's usually pretty quiet whenever so Coachella happens. So I don't understand what's happening. They're all coming back now, and that's the problem. Mm. Um, yes. Are we on the crush? Oh, I think it's time for some crushing. It's just a little crush. Oh, I forgot to mention. Yes. Um, at... <laughs> Sorry. At Guildhall, I was there... True. The other night. True. Not with you, though. True. The one before that. Yes. This is all true. But Mitch Leslie, who's one of the Overwatch announcers, the Aussie guy, mm. he was there with some of the other, with I think the girl and... Zoe? Yeah. I think actually all three of them were there and just having a beer. Anyway, I just want to say he has a really cute butt. The end. <laughs> all right, then. So is that uh, is that your crush? Or no, you finish, that's not my crush. Time for your theme song? That's my pre-crush. Oh, okay. Yeah. <laughs> All right, so now it's time for crushing. It's just a little crush. Crush of the week. Crush. <laughs> God, I bet everybody hates that. <laughs> we even hate it. <laughs> I actually enjoy that one. Oh, good. Me of too. the theme songs, that's my favorite. Not your graphic channel. I mean, not your the final, final frontier. frontier. No, it's all about the, the crush, crush of the week. All right. Crush. You want to go first, or do you want me to? Uh, You can go. Okay. Well, my motherfucking crush of the motherfucking week is motherfucking McCree. <laughs> because I am hot from some McCree action. Is it any particular McCree or just McCree in general? You know, it all stemmed from the lifeguard summer skin. Mm-hmm. Right. And then, I forget what I was looking up. I think Overwatch images. Oh, I wanted to see some original artwork for Overwatch. And then Did I... you find your way into the Overwatch porn? Girl, let me tell you. Some of these McCree shots are fucking soft porn. Like, oh, OMG. There's some hardcore. Like, I, I did not see any hardcore oh, porn. There's hardcore, like, CG porn. And which oh, I no, 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 no. The person they always pair McCree with is Hanzo. Hanzo. Yeah. yeah. There's a whole bunch of art that depicts that that yeah. I saw, too. But, like, let me show you this picture of fucking mccree oh holy shit oh my god these are so good i'm gonna post them all but that's um, crazy wait this cosplayer you have to see this cosplayer his name is leon leon chiro you know no but oh, I, read, I read the file name oh yeah that's why yeah man that's uh quite a bit of ass look at his going on. booty holy show me the, the other one the last one there uh this one yeah yeah. He's fucking fine. He's a really good cosplayer for a diff bunch of different characters, but this McCree is, like, giving me chills. <laughs> uh, yeah, so nice. McCree. Okay, a little booty action. So I'm going to post all of these on the Insta. Oh, and here is, of course, the classic, where you get his sexy lifeguard butt. He's wearing um, a cute towel around him. He has bleach blonde hair for the summer, of course. Mm -hmm. He's got his straw hat on to protect him from the harsh rays of the sun. <laughs> and um, Flip-flops! He's got some flip-flops, and I just want to get him wet. Whoa! All right, that sound. You're totally going to go into the water and start drowning, so he'll go and save you. Oh, fuck yeah. Are you kidding me? I'd do anything for him. Nice. Anything. Whoa. Rob, Whoa. anything. Jesus. Anything. Get out of her way. <laughs> um, so. So, well, my crush. Oh, I was going to say, oh. he has the three A's. <laughs> Abs, ass, and attitude. <laughs> I'd never heard that. I just made it. I up. like it. Thank you. Um, so my crush of the week is Krish. Krish. It's my Krish of the week. Who's uh, Krish? My crush of the week is Krish from the game Florence. Uh, so Florence is an iOS title that I talked about last oh, yes. week. Uh -huh. And he's um, boyfriend. He is, and like he's just oh, it's like, Chris. Krish. They say Krish. K R I S H. Oh, Krish. 
He is super cute. Yeah, he is a cellist, so he's a musician, and he's, he's artsy. Yeah, and he's extremely supportive of Florence's dreams to be an artist. So he buys her uh, like a set of watercolors while they're together, and that's nice. Yeah, and he's encouraging her to 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 do what she loves, and um, it just seems like you know it's a. Uh, he seems like a quality dude who's, you know, having a, he's got dreams of being a, you know, a, a famous cellist and um, he's making those dreams a reality throughout the game and also, you know, uh, just being generally cute. So, Krish. Yeah, I, I haven't played it, but he looks like a, a good guy. Yeah, it was a story I liked playing and and um, and a, a relationship that I enjoyed uh, witnessing. And so, Ew. yeah, and like, and even then, you know, sometimes relationships don't work out, but like, you're both better for having had them. And are you though? Not always. Well, one would hope. I could say that like, if I went, continued along with none of the relationships that I had, I'd have been a better person for that. <laughs> well, like I always even say, like looking at like my past relationships, uh, even when they failed spectacularly, it certainly taught me what I can and cannot handle. You know, it certainly made me realize like, oh, that I never want to deal with ever again or like I can never be with someone like that ever again or whatever like it's you know even if they're just cautionary tales like where you know you you touch the hot stove and you don't do it again and so it could just be a thing where like maybe you realize what you can and cannot handle so i suppose that that's my my one attempt at being uh the uh an optimist i like that for everything a reason even if it's a terrible one for every season turn 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 Exactly. There is a reason. Turn, turn, turn. Which, by the way, the the lyric in there then it says like a time to plant, a time to reap. As a child, I didn't realize that that was like just you know that those were connected, and I thought they're saying a time to plant, a time to read, and I was like, that's great that there's time to read. Oh, I always thought it was read also. Yeah, it's, a, it's a time to plant, a time to reap, because huh. then it rhymes with a time to laugh, a time to weep. Gotcha. So that makes much more sense than a time to read. Well, it makes sense in from what they said prior to yeah, also. Exactly. So, so just uh, just as a heads up, in that song, there is no time to read. But there is time to reap. Yeah. So drag queens are going to be very upset because they can't read anybody. Oh, shit. The library is closed. Yep. There's just no time. Damn it. Well, so, they can garden. Yeah. <laughs> that book hates gay people. That's, or that book. That, uh, that song hates gay people. I was going to say what? Sorry. I don't know what I'm saying anymore. Well, the reading. So I went straight to books. Oh, gotcha. Yeah. Wires are crossed. It's Sunday. I'm tired. Juno. Juno. (laughs) (laughs) Oh, man. All right. Well, let's get down to the nitty and the gritty. You can follow me at Satine the Dream on Instagram and Twitter or Satine on Twitch. And you can follow me at Fast Danger on Twitter or at Mr. Gladstone on Instagram and Twitch. Follow the podcast, please, at BitDiff Podcast on Twitter, Instagram, and Facebook. And I'm actually trying to be better. I actually signed into Instagram on my new phone on the podcast account so I can start posting to it. And I have been doing Doing Instagram stories. Thank of goodness. Records. I love that. So those are back. Yes. Um, and uh, you can also send us an email at bitdiffpodcast at gmail.com. We have new episodes every Wednesday. And this is our 50th. Woo! Our golden. Our golden anniversary. Right? Cute. Oh, and then uh, you, would you kindly follow, rate, and comment in iTunes and Google Play? Can you believe we've done this many? Honestly, I didn't think we'd get this far. Yeah. Because there are so many podcasts out there where people, it's quite an undertaking. It is. And you've got to do a lot of research or at least know some things about what you're going to talk about and to fill up the time. And it's a lot of work. And then you got to upload it and you got to do this and figure out how all this is going to play into your week. And and if you're more professional than us, you have to edit them and like really kind of tweak yeah, stuff. You know what? We don't even need to edit. I mean, I edit the sound. <laughs> yeah. Well, you make sure that like, yeah. We, it but, actually sounds good. But yeah. yeah, I mean. But we're not removing any, you know, factual inaccuracies. Like when I refer to the Overwatch thing as resistance for an entire episode episode or where it's it's slightly implied that we don't know what the capital of alaska is i call them beautiful mistakes and like they're i think it's part of our charm i think that we yeah we we're we're an interesting pair you know just uh in uh the way things end up just happening i'm glad we think that too bad nobody else does it was like god damn these two (laughs) assholes they're the fucking worst shut up no wonder you don't have any more comments on your fucking (laughs) itunes Please comment. Like, honestly, 
We're on episode 50 and we have 36 comments. Five stars, yes, but we need more comments and ratings. That is more than some podcasts have, though. So really, I mean, we're but, doing pretty I mean, well. but I would say we've at lasted more, like, in the 95 percentile range versus how many podcasts go this long. Most of them are, like, 10 episodes and they're like, it's not going anywhere. Who cares? Let's go. Because, like, there is a, there's a podcast that, like, I used to listen to that I just could not handle anymore um and uh just i didn't really care for their um their sort of attitude they were always a little too um down on everything were they mean yeah like mean girls it's so weird i don't know if they ever like as much as they talk about how much they enjoy things i don't know if they ever say anything really positive like uh it was it was a, a gay themed kind of podcast where i find that most people tend to actually be overwhelmingly negative are you talking about our podcast no I, when we started when we started this i even said i was like yeah i want to do a pod- i'd love to do a podcast because yeah. it was your idea and i was like i would love to do that with you however i want to make sure that we're about fandom like we, yeah. we should be about the things we like and we can always talk about ways they could be better yeah. but like to just come at it with this sort of blase attitude about everything where like nothing impresses you anymore and like nothing is good enough that's that's life's too fucking short and it's not fun right and yeah it's much more fun to talk about things that excite me yeah and throw a little bit of salt in there a sometimes bit. but yeah. yeah but like that that podcast has been going on for a long time i don't think they it's... number their stuff but like they've been going on for a long time and they only have 28 ratings those turds so so it's fine like yeah we're doing we're, we're doing cute. we're doing good but you know we could, we could always do we could always do better and hopefully yeah but um man I wanted to say one other thing but oh, yeah sorry. thank you everyone for actually for supporting us and for those of you who like when we do skip a week you message us on the Twitter or the Instagram and go what happened <laughs> it makes me feel like oh people actually do care yeah, yeah I can't tell you many times on a Wednesday at work I'll get like a I'll get hit up by people being like uh no episode and I'm like I'm sorry I know some life does get in the way at some point it's but true that's just life in general so yeah right all right well thank you happy 50th rob happy 50th love you yay love you too here's to 50 more here's to 50 more right and chowsies bye-bye